Well, well, well. It is finally here. The first post-game Crunch Time with Caitlin show. And the Browns did not play well in their first game in Baltimore. Did not play well is an understatement. They got their ass kicked. 38-6. to And everybody wants to fire everybody. And Baker isn't the guy. And OBJ sucks. And Nick Chubb fumbled. And our defensive line is awful. We shouldn't have trade or we shouldn't have signed Miles Garrett to all that money. Our linebackers are awful. Okay, that, that, that part is actually true. Our secondary is awful. That actually that part is true too, outside of Denzel Ward. But my goodness. The first game is in the books. And boy, is there a lot to talk about. So we'll just start out. First drive. The Browns, they're driving down. And then Baker doesn't read Clay's Campbell, dropping into coverage. Gets the ball tipped, and there's an interception. The Ravens come down. And score a touchdown pretty easily on their first drive off of the turnover. Browns are down 7 nothing. Second drive, it ends in a fake punt fumble. And it's actually kind of crazy. The Ravens went 3 and out on that drive, but were able to get a field goal. And the Browns were down 10 nothing extremely quickly. I think it was the third drive. Browns come down. And they actually score. They score a touchdown. Whoever had David and Joku on their bingo card to score the first touchdown for the Cleveland Browns this year. Um, because nobody did. And the drive was really nice. It was set up by a couple uh, nice runs by, um, I think Nick Chubb had a nice run, and Kareem Hunt. It was mostly the Kareem Hunt show on, on that drive. Um, I think he had like a 27-yard run. It was it, it, it was really good. And then, of course, Austin Seibert misses the extra point. Just, just very deflating. Just very deflating. Um, also in the first half, the Browns pin the Ravens at their one-yard line. And then proceed to let them go 99 yards on a drive for a touchdown. <laughs> 99 yards. The Browns are down 17 to 6. And on third and I think it was third and two or third and three, OBJ just drops one right right to him. It sets up fourth down and Austin Seibert misses another kick, a 41 yard field goal. And ever and then the Ravens end up scoring a touchdown with 
I think it was six seconds left. And the drive started with like 45 seconds left. So they just drove right down the field. And I mean, the Browns' defense could not stop anything that the Ravens were doing. And it was pretty pathetic. The offense looked like it did last year, where it was a lot of shotgun, um, not a lot of running, not a lot of play action. But I mean, what can you do when you're down a ton of points and you need to score in a hurry? You're obviously not going to run the ball a lot. You know, defenses aren't going to assume that you're going to run it where you can, you know, slip in an occasional play action or a bootleg to, you know, move the pocket for Baker. Obviously, Baker didn't look great in the pocket either. He was, you know, there were some clean pockets at times. You know, guys couldn't get open. Um, He was still rolling to his right at times. It's just, just, just one of those games where... I mean, if you want to say a scheduling loss, like, good God. The Browns, new regime, new everything, new head coach, new offensive scheme, new defensive scheme, uh, missing a number of guys on defense. Going to Baltimore without a preseason, without OTAs, just 14 or 15 um, actual practices. (laughs) <laughs> they go in and they get their ass kicked against the Ravens, who they've been running the same scheme for a long goddamn time. And going on, I think it's two and a half, going on three years with Lamar Jackson at quarterback and having their own kind of custom um, playbook and, you know, schemes that they run. It's just, it's just kind of aggravating. Um... You know, obviously I picked the Browns to win. Uh, I thought maybe the, you know, I, I'll be honest with you, that was just my heart. You know, I, I I had to. I mean, first game of the year, you know, not a lot of sports going on. Like I had, I was hyped. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Going forward, all my predictions are going to be my actual thoughts. Um, I'm going to use my brain, not my heart. Um... I think going forward, this team, I mean, it'll just be interesting to see. Um, I'm, I'll do a preview of the Bengals game Pro- probably probably for Tuesday morning, um, so stay tuned for that. But man, yeah, this game against the Ravens, I mean, whatever could go wrong kind of went wrong. Um, looks like Jacob Phillips is hurt, Jedrick Wills is hurt. And that is three of our top four draft picks are now hurt. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Andrew Sadejo, I mean, that guy was just complete garbage today. The linebackers couldn't card anybody. Um, I think Hollywood Brown is still running curl routes wide open. Uh... You know, Mark Andrews is wide open in the end zone where Lamar Jackson almost overthrew him. It's just, man, just that's it's just a tough game. It's a tough game, and when you can't when you can't stop anybody, number one, it's gonna be a long day, obviously. But in this offense, especially early on, where you're nothing, where you can't set up at, at where you can't really set up anything. And this offense is set up to run the ball 
and throw a lot of play action and take shots off of the play action on whether it's second and short or second and medium or even first and ten. You know what I mean? But when you have to, you know, spread everybody out because you have to score so quickly and you have to be, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta score points and keep up with the dynamic offense, which is, um, which is Baltimore with Lamar Jackson and all those guys. And it's not like, it's not like they, you know, pass the ball a ton you know, because if they did, there's, you know, there's, there's, you could at least say, okay, well, there's a chance for an incompletion to stop the clock, but no, they'll just run the ball the entire game if they wanted to, and that bleeds the clock, and obviously this defense, like I said in my preview, if that front four isn't getting to the quarterback and causing pressure and not just the you know not just the quarterback but getting into the backfield um it's going to be a long day for this defense just in general and um you know I had a tweet just now a little while ago and you know it was basically saying how you know cuz obviously the reaction to Baker not playing well was he sucks, he's a fraud, you know, they need to get rid of him, blah, 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 blah. Which, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, let's judge Baker at the end of the year. What are we going to do? Are we are we really going to root against him? Are we really going to do that? Are we going to be assholes like that? Are we going to root against the Browns? Are we going to root against Kevin Stefanski to fail? Are we going to root against, you know, starting from scratch next year with a new quarterback? And then they, they don't play like a God-tier type quarterback. Which, I mean, let's be real, Baker did. He set the rookie offense, you know, rookie touchdown uh, record as a rookie. Or obviously as a rookie, but like, he's up there in the record books. So it's either that year was just a total fluke and last year was just a whole bunch of incompetence on Freddie Kitchen's part and nobody on the same page, which there's a lot of a lot of evidence pointing towards that. I mean, Baker at the start of, you know, the first 15 plays, the first drive, he graded out as I think the best quarterback on opening drives. And obviously those plays are scripted by the entire offense. And when Freddie Kitchens last year actually had to call plays, he had no feel for the game, it seemed like. And obviously the Browns were running around with their heads cut off. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of talk of how awful the coaching staff was and how they weren't on the same page and how the front office wasn't on the same page either and blah, 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 blah. And, um, but yeah, to my point, going back, my tweet, was talking about Tom Brady and he struggled today. He struggled today at times 
in a new system with a lot of talent. You, I mean, I, like I said in my preview, outside of the Browns talent-wise, those five guys, you know, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, OBJ, Jarvis, Hooper, um, Tampa Bay's right there with Godwin and Mike Evans. Obviously, Gronk's incredible. Um, O.J. Howard's really great. Um, I mean, Gronk, maybe not now, is, like, incredible, but, like, he's a Hall of Fame player. Um, you know, I, I like Ronald Jones a lot. And, obviously, like, you know, we're going to go through each list. You know, Kansas City with with all their weapons, like, my goodness. Um, but Tom Brady struggled with a veteran head coach. And Bruce Arians basically said in this press conference, was like, yeah, those two picks Brady had, like, those were on him. It wasn't Mike Evans' fault. And it's a new... It's it's a new guy in a new system. And to to expect Baker to have the same success Tom Brady did. Because Brady struggled, and they still dropped 24 points on the Saints. I think it was 24, I think. But they still dropped some points on the Saints. And, um, but yeah. To expect Baker in his third year, in his third system, with his third head coach to start week one, his, I guess, technically fourth different head coach, his one, two, three, four, Fourth different offensive coordinator. Cause I'm trying to think. Haley called plays the first half, and then it was Freddie, and then last year Freddie had Todd Munkin as OC. Um, but really, then it's just a weird setup. But to to expect, and and again, Freddie rookie head coach Kevin Stefanski rookie head coach both calling plays. I just. <laughs> Like, what do we expect? What did we expect for the first game? The first game against the Baltimore Ravens, where you have to put up as many points as you can in either a timely manner, if your defense isn't getting stops, or in a, you know, in a, in a rhythmic manner, so you can keep the other team's offense off the field. Like, we just have to be realistic. Now, I still think this team should be an over 500 team. If they win the games, they ha- if, if they just win the games that they have to win. Looking at the schedule, Cincinnati, you play them twice. You need to win both those games. So that's two wins. Washington, that's three wins. I know Washington just beat the Eagles. But you still have to beat them. The Colts, they lost to Jacksonville. You need to beat them. Obviously, you know, Phillip Rivers, we'll we'll see what he is. Um, 
if he still has any gas in the tank, and that's in, I think, week fi- week five. Could you beat Pittsburgh twice? Sure. I don't expect them to. I expect them to go one and one. So that's, what? Two, three, four, five wins right there. If you go one and one against Pittsburgh. Six wins against, uh, I was going to say Oakland, but Vegas and the Raiders. Um, I'm going to slip on that one. I don't actually mean Oakland, but the Raiders. Um, So that's six wins. Can you beat Houston? Can you beat the Eagles in November? When you hope the offense is is a little bit more on track? I mean, you got to expect to win one of those games. So that's seven. You go down, I think you go down to play Jacksonville. That's eight. And then, obviously, you're going to probably lose against Tennessee. And you're probably, lose, you're probably going to lose against uh, Baltimore again Monday night. But then can you beat the Jets? Can you beat the Giants? That's ten wins right there. That's ten wins and a 3-3 three and three divisional record. And that's just beating the teams that are right in front of you. It's it it seems so simple, really. And obviously, you know, you never know what's gonna happen. There's already the injuries are already piling up for the Browns. Um, like I said, three of our first four picks are hurt. Obviously Delpit's out for the year. Um Jacob Phillips had a giant leg brace on um that he put on Instagram which a big yikes and Jedrick Wills um I think it was his ankle or his leg it, his uh, it came back negative but he's probably he's probably out Thursday you got to assume he's out Thursday so that means Kendall Lamb's your left tackle um yeah it's just oh dear I mean, this. I mean, and we could always just, you know, sticking on being realistic. This can go ugly. If the Browns don't win Thursday, and the Browns don't win against Washington, and they're zero and three, going heading into Dallas, it it could be a big yikes. But talent wise, if you can't beat, I understand Burroughs played pretty well last year, or um today against the Chargers even though they lost and I guess they should have won there was offensive pass interference on the game-winning touchdown and then um their kicker missed the 31 yard field goal to, to tie it up to send it into overtime um but they lost one of their defensive tackles and apparently the Chargers were just running it right up the gut so and I mean that's what the Browns are gonna have to do um again that's a preview preview the Bengals, but just as like a general looking forward, and then you have Washington where, um, you know, I mean, it's still Dwayne Haskins, I mean, the defense is, you know, it's solid, um, but again, you, you expect to have the talent and the scheme to beat those types of teams, and, um, yeah, just, like week one, we just need to, we just need to calm down, okay. 
We need to calm down. We could start panicking on Friday if they're 0-2. We could start panicking in two weeks if they're 0-3. Because that might because that likely means they're gonna be 0-4. We we can panic at that point. But to panic after one game against the Baltimore Ravens? A team that's again, like I've said, They've been in the same system for for three years. That defense is really goddamn good. Yes, they have rookies, you know, at linebacker and and I think at safety. But but they're but they're really good. They they know what they're doing. Why is that? Because they've had a cohesive head coach and GM and front office for a long time. And calling for heads after week one because the Browns have, haven't won week one since 2004 with Jeff Garcia. Like, like we just need, like, uh, like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? You know, oh, ba- you know, if we, if we put in Case Keenum, uh, he'll play better than Baker is right now. Yeah, probably. Because Case Keenum knows the system. To expect someone like Keenum, or to to expect, yeah, you know, it's just, we should expect someone like Keenum to play solid and have his struggles in a new in in a new system. But if he knows the system, he should have more success than somebody who. You know, than a than a brand new player, unless you're just uber talented, which is which is my point with like someone like Tom Brady. Obviously, he struggled in a new system, but he's the goat. So it's just like, obviously, they're he's gonna be able to, you know, score some points, even while he's struggling. Is Baker always going to do that? No. Is it because he's bad? No, it's because he's a third-year quarterback. Did Why does someone like Cam Newton in his first game? It's because he's been in the league since, what, 2011? Why did Teddy Bridgewater? It's because he's been in the league since 2014. Like, these are legitimate veteran players. Like, to judge to judge Baker Mayfield based on even a handful of games... Would be stupid. I mean, it just it would just be so stupid. Like, why are we panicking? Why are we panicking over week one? Football is back. Can we just can we just be happy? Can we just be happy that football is back? We have something to kind of look forward to on Thursday. We we should be fine. If not, I'll sound the alarms on Friday. But I'm not Ubering to the 480 bridge to jump off tonight. Not even a, even after getting our ass kicked. It's just, like, why would we do that? Why, 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 why? I get it, sports are back. We need something to get angry about. You know, it's not like there's a whole bunch of other shit in the world that we can get angry about. 
Or maybe I'm wrong. And if you made it this far and you think I'm wrong, just tell me I'm wrong. Tweet at me. At Caitlin Nocielli. That's Caitlin, K-A-T-E-L-I-N. Nose, K-N-O-W-S-C-L-E. Just tweet at me that I'm wrong. And, and show me, you know, what stats. Show me why I'm wrong. Show me that the Browns should have a ton of success week one against the Ravens with their offense clicking in a system that they've been in for the past three years against the Browns who, on defense, they're garbage. You know, uh, you know that, front, that back seven is garbage. I mean, obviously, outside Denzel Ward. But it's bad. I just... I can't. It's alright. You know what? It's alright. We're gonna write the ship on Thursday. I'll have my preview sometime on Tuesday for the Cincinnati game. And I'm gonna speak one in one into existence. Because it's way better to just be positive about the situation. Just be positive. We'll be alright. There's no no need to panic anymore. Like, we'll, we'll be alright. Alright. I think that'll do it for this episode. Obviously, I just shouted out my Twitter. Um, but I'll do it again. You can follow me on Twitter at CaitlinNoCLE. And I will see you in the next episode.